Okay, so <clears throat> everybody knows, everybody by the Chabur here knows how much we love Zusha. And I'm sure everybody's heard at least some of the CD, if not the whole CD, if not the whole CD multiple times already on repeat in meditation. I mean, it's one after the next. You're not sure which is better. It's a different world. So we're going to be spending, I think, many, many weeks on this specific album. This whole album is about Dveikis, it's about Avodos Hashem in a very deep way. It's tremendously concentrated on, on Shabbos, the Indian of Shabbos. And I want to work on that sugya. We never, we've never, I don't think, discussed really Shabbos at this Chabura. And I, I think we should, we're going to spend a little bit of time on that Indian. Different aspects, different perspectives. And we all know that every song that he sings is really a Torah. The way they sing it, the way the music is, but everything is mamish. There's an Indian for everything. And he could explain it. You could ask Shlomo and Zach. They have an Indian for every single thing. Um, so we're going to try to say a parish. We're just going to try to say a parish tonight in one of their songs, which I thought connects to this parasha. It doesn't have to, but I do believe that this song is tremendously connected to this parasha. We're going to listen to Mashcheni. Everybody's like, oh, that's so good. Every song is so good on this CD. I could, say, I could have said any of them. But Mashcheni, Achrecha, Nerutza, it's a Pasuk in... Shir Shir. It's the fourth Pasuk in Shir Shir. Mashcheni Achrecha is the Kala asking the Chassan. Kala is asking the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mashcheni Achrecha, draw me after you. Narutza, let us run. That's, that's the Pasuk. The Pasuk ends off, Heviani HaMelech Chadorov. The king brought me into his cheder. Heviani HaMelech Chadorov, into his chamber. Nagila V'Nismech Abach, and in that place is a great Simcha. So this week's parsha is Parshas Truma with the Mishkan. So Heviyani Melech Chadorov, which is the end of the Pasuk, which is the whole Tachlis of the Mashcheni Achrecha Narutza. That's why it's connected to this week's Parsha. So we're listening to that now. And I just ask that this, this song, in the beginning and at the end, is the Iker. We're going to say Torah in the middle of, to explain, but to, to, to be machshiv and to pay attention to the song, that's the point why we're here. And to give it to give it a covet, to give it a respect, to allow, give yourself respect, to give yourself a covet that you want to allow the niggin to get into your ears, into your heart, to swish around a little bit on the insides and take you somewhere. So you have to give it that, that space. And if, if a person is not focusing, he's, he's, he's doing other things, it's just not, not going to go. And it's Kadai. It's Kadai to let it in. So we're going to listen to it once as we always do. And we'll discuss it, and then we'll listen to it again in a deeper way. Can you say what the words mean again one more time? Mashcheni is to draw me, acharecha, after you, narutza. The classic translation is, and let us, let us run. <coughs> let us run. That's, that's the only words he sings. So let's listen. You ready? Ready. Okay, hit it. Make it nice and loud. <laughs>
to gather all the materials and to build a Mishkan so Hashem could dwell in this world 
it's not such a strong question necessarily. I just want to keep it simple. But what's what exactly is the smichas aparshias from mishpatim to truma? Mishpatim is a lot of rules, and then we have the, the, the mishkan. What is there? Is there is there a smichas aparshias here? Is there some kind of flow really? Is there some kind of flow from Shemos, Vayir, Bo, B'Shalach, in a deeper way? In a deeper way. So we first we have to start, sometimes we have to start a little bit with, with, with Yisodos, and then we try to bring it back in. So Kaddish Baruch Hu in this world, he built a system called Mashpi and Mekabal. Something that we use very often, that's Sugya. It's a Sugya of our life, and so many relationships, and so many Yonim. And this is the sukkah of, of the zohar and the nekeva. That's another way of saying mashmi makabel. The zohar, the male aspect, it doesn't have to be physically a male, but it can be, of course, is the mashpia. And the nekeva, nukva, nekev means a hole, it needs to be filled up. It needs to receive. It's the makabel. Mashpi makabel, zohar nekeva, shemayim va'aretz. There's a million ways to say it. <clears throat> now, the, the makabel. The Nukva, it's the sphere of Malchus. So we'll just refer to her as a she. It doesn't have to be a she. It can be a wife. It can be a Talmud of a Rebbe. It could be a child of a parent. It could be the worker who has a boss. They're the receivers. And the receiver who's receiving all of their shefa, their influence from the Mashpia, there is a very deep need. It's not just a want, it's a very deep need to feel as if they are wanted, to feel as if they are desired. They're constantly receiving and being provided for, but whenever one is being a mashpia and one is being a makabel, there's always two parts to it. There's the outside and there's the inside. There's the chitzonis and there's the panimis. The chitzonis is the clothing, is the food, is whatever the Indian money, but then there's always a panemius, there's always an intent. What is the intention? What is the emotional, right, inside to this physical outside? And when one is a receiver, the makabel, the nukva, the child, the Talmud, and they're receiving from their provider, they have to also feel in that which they are receiving the love and that their mashpil wants them and, 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 and cherishes them, right? If you just give your child stuff all the time but you don't show them love at all, the system is not going to work. Eventually, it's going to break down. The kid enjoys it for a little while, but, then there's, but there's, no, there's no relationship, right? To give a dover chitzoni, a dover gashmi, doesn't create a relationship, nothing more than a physical give and take. There has to be a panemius, there has to be an emotional core to that shefa. So then again, the makabel needs to feel wanted, needs to feel desired. It is an absolute need of any makabel. Now, if they don't receive it, if they don't receive it, then it's like they're not receiving the oxygen that they need to breathe. Right? They're receivers, and they're not receiving what they need. 
And it's a horrible feeling. It breaks apart the relationship. Because if you have a relationship, you have two. A hava goes both ways. A hava can only be pure hava, which is gematria echad, is only if there is a, a lover and a loved. Right? If someone's only being mashpia, a hava, and there's no receiver on the other end, or there's a receiver waiting for someone to give, but that person's not giving, then there's, there's no ahava. There's something lacking. Everything's lacking. So what happens if there's a mashpia makabo relationship, but the mashpia is not giving over those feelings? He might be providing, but he's not giving over the fact that he cherishes the makabo. He wants the makabo. He desires the makabo. And he's just giving here, take, 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 take. Chitsonius, unemotional, cold. So what happens in that situation? So the relationship starts to break. There's no connection. Because it's not the, not the gashmius that makes the connection. There's no connection there. Right? What connects... A parent and a child, a husband and a wife. It's not the stuff. It's the ahava from heart to heart. Right? So if there's no ahava heart to heart, then the relationship starts to break. The connection starts to dissipate. So then the makabal has two choices. If she's not receiving what she needs, she has two choices. She could either wait while drifting slowly away from her mashpia because he's not, doing what he, he's not giving over the way she needs not just wants, she needs. So she could wait, and slowly but surely they could drift away, and this is a Maizim Or she can make a move. She can try to be Ma'orer, to awaken within the Zachar the fact that the Zachar actually cherishes her. Right? She could do, it's called Isaris Dilatata. It's an awakening from below, trying to arouse the Zohar, the Mashpia, the Rebbe, the parent, to show some emotion, to create that connection, to recreate that connection. Agav, when one is in that mode, which is a which is it can't be too much. Because if a person overexposes himself and doesn't receive, it could be a travesty. So very often, even in any series of dilatata, they don't, fu- they don't fully open themselves up. The mashpia has to get the hints. He has to understand the hints and he has to then open himself up. Right? The nukva can't fully expose. It's, 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 not, it's almost not shaykh. So imagine you have a chas The classic mashpiyah-makabal relationship, Zohar and Akeva. So at first, the chasen <coughs> loved at first sight with his kala, infatuated with her. She feels desired, she feels loved. He makes all these big promises to her, we're going to get married, we're going to live in this place, I'm going to provide for you, I'm going to give you everything you need. I'm always going to love you, everything's going to be amazing. And she believes in it, she feels cherished, she feels loved, she feels desired, wanted. And then they get married. Baruch Hashem, things go well. But eventually, as in every relationship, there's ups and downs. 
a few all-arounds, here's and there's. Right? Baruch Hashem. They make it through. But the chassan understands that he's got to, he has to change things up. There has to be some kind of rules here. There has to be some kind of schedules to make things work. We don't want to have the same problems we've had before. So there's some, you know, hergul sets in, some routines set in. The relationship starts to feel a little bit, you know, obligatory. There's some obligations. You know, then other things, other people come into the picture and it becomes, you know, almost as a, a business partnership. The Kala starts to feel more as a partner rather than a lover. She doesn't feel as much as love. It's routine, it's rote, hergul. And at that point, the connection starts to break. Because the same Shefa, that deep connection, that deep panemis, that deep ahava, is not there anymore. What once, what started out as the beautiful relationship where the chassan again was infatuated and was showing a lot of open emotion, saying how much he, he cherishes everything about her, adores her, wants her, desires her, and filled her up, and there was a relationship. Slowly, the Hergel sits in. It's not as apparent as it once was. So at this point, like we said above, she now has a choice. Either she can let it go, and just wait, just wait, see if he ever comes to, if he ever starts to be Mashpi again in that way. She could be that she's just not strong enough, or she can make a move. Or she could try to arouse, she could try to awaken that emotion that was once there, which is very difficult. Because what does she want? What does she need? She needs to feel loved. She needs to feel cherished. So she has to put herself out there. And without saying the words, I need to feel loved, she has to somehow make some kind of move, some kind of awakening to get the Zohar to realize what he's not providing for her. Right? Just to say it in the open is, 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 is difficult. It's difficult. It doesn't always go. She has to be a chacham. <coughs> so let's take it back to our parasha start. Let's start with Shemos. <coughs> so we were slaves in Mitzrayim. We are slaves in Mitzrayim for many years, stuck in a place, alone, single. And then a Kodesh Baruch Hu comes, our chacham comes. And he says, I've loved you all since, since Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov. And I choose you. And I'm going to take you out of here. The chassan's infatuated with the kala. The name Israel falls in love with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kala Yisrael feels that love, feels wanted, feels cherished. We say every Yom Tiv, we say, You chose us from amongst the nations. You loved us. Right? You wanted us. We feel that. And therefore, what does the Kaddish Baruch Hu say after we come to the Midbar? Zacharti la chesed nuraich. He says the Kaddish Baruch Hu, I remember your chesed when you, when you were young, when there was young lovers, as the Lushan is. What was, the, what was it? Lechtech achrai b'midbar. Beretz lozeru. You, Klaiso, followed me. You, Klaiso, the, the Kala, felt loved and cherished by me, Kaddish Baruch Hu. And I said, let's go to the Midbar. And you followed after 
Because you trusted, you felt supported, you felt loved, you felt wanted, you felt desired. And you came. And then we went out into the Midbar. We left on fire. And if you remember the song a few weeks ago, Deepest Waters from Broder, I'll quote to you a few lines he says, yeah? I wish I could sing it. I wish we could just like play it right now in the middle, but it's okay. No, it's okay. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. <laughs> you have told me to follow your pillar of fire. Not you, Kaddish Baruch told me to follow your pillar of fire. It filled my nights with light and your clouds of glory that they took me to the heights that my heart so desired. I left the wilderness with my heart on fire. We left Mamash on fire for Elokus, for Kaddish Baruch, a whole new world. To serve whatever you want we're going to do but then we know right after right, right after we step foot in the midbar not too long afterwards you know we got chased we complained remember the Chabura? we complained we were thirsty we wanted more we became extremely needy very very needy we needed from the chasen and we, were, we weren't we were too young and too immature to hint to it in an appropriate way we just Blurted it out. And the chassan, he gave us water. He gave it to us. He gave us the man. He gave us everything that we asked for. But there still was there love. Is Hashem with us? Is Hashem with us or he's not with us? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? He just gave you the money to get him in Shrine. He gave you everything. Water from a rock. Fire. Clouds of glory. What do you mean is Hashem with us or not? Okay, because since clogs so they didn't understand, since they demanded their needs, they became needy. And the Chassid said, here, here, here. There was no love in that, in that Shefa. They didn't feel the love. Therefore, they could be receiving gold, money, jewelry, mo- water, food, everything. They could still say, is Hashem with us? Like, do I have a Chassid or do I not have a Chassid? Right? Because <coughs> they, didn't, they didn't feel the love in that, in that they were receiving. And it was... The way they were asking for it. So then everything worked out, but a Kurdish Baruch realized this relationship's not going to work without it more, a better structure. Because it's just they're complaining, they're needy, this isn't going to work. So what happened? He gave us the Torah, a set of rules to follow. A relationship, schedules, rules, guidelines, structure. The problem is, of course, when a relationship is built on rules and schedules and organizations and forms and designs, then the connection starts to, to get lost. It's not as enjoyable. It's not as, there's, no, there's not as many emotions flowing as there once was. The love slowly dissipates. And then the relationship goes. Where did, all the, where did the infatuation go? Where did that... Desired, but we didn't feel as, as desired. Parsim Mishpatim? Rule after rule after rule after rule. Klaus was like, whoa, what is this relationship? What's going on over here? Where's the love? Where's the Bechir? Where's the Atta Bechartanu? Ahavtos on Aratisabanim. I don't feel that in these rules. Parsim Mishpatim. So, B'nai Shal, the Kala needed more. They needed more. And the Kaddish Baruch understood they needed more. They need to feel cherished. They need to feel loved. 
So Hashem says, right after Parshas Mishpatim, after the Hergil set in and the relationship was starting to crack, Hashem says, Gather the materials, build for me a place that we can dwell together, that we can reunite that flame, that we can be miyachid. We know, of course, that means a physical binion, but it also means in each and every one of us. Hashem wants to dwell within each and every one of us. He wants that to rekindle that relationship. He wants to bring back the Ahava. So the Mishkan, Parsha Shuna, has to come right after Mishpatim. As this is the next step in the relationship. It has to be this way. So we sing... So Sher Hashem, we know, is the song that Shlomo Melech sang right after he built the base of Mikdash. Sher Hashem. Rabbi Kiva says, Sher Hashem is what? Kodesh Kedosh. Sher Hashem is Kodesh Kedosh. Sher Hashem is the base of Mikdash. It's that yichud, it's that relationship. Klai Yisrael Kodesh Baruch husband and wife. The fourth Pasuk says, Mashcheni Acharecha Narutza. What's Mashcheni Acharecha Narutza? It's the Kalas, it's Klai Yisrael saying, it's making a move. Because things die down a little bit. So what does the Kalas say? She makes a move. She says, Mashcheni Achrecha. Draw me after you. Narutza, I'm ready to run. I'm ready to be your Kala. I'm ready to be miached with you. But you need to make a move, Chasen. Draw me after you. You Mashpia, become Mashpia again. Show that you cherish me, that you love me, that you want me, that you desire me. And I'm ready, Narutza. Because in the Sukhya of Zachar and Akeva and Mashbiya Makabal, the Makabal's always ready. If Mashbiya does, what are you supposed to do? If a parent is a Mashbiya properly on his children, his children will listen. If it's proper, it takes time. It's not like one second, it's a structure. If a Rebbe would not be Mashbiya to the Talmidim, the Talmidim would listen. If the Rebbe would love the children, if the parents would love the children, it's a, it's a big sugya, it's not pashat. You have to know how to do it, but if that would be in the system, then the child, the Talmud, then a keva would be willing, wanting to live in that relationship with that mashbi. So So the Kala says, draw me after you. Let's run. I'll run for you. And then Heviani Melech Bechadorov, the Kala says, Ah, the king brought me in. The king brought me into Ischede, to the base of Mikdash, to the Kodesh Kadosh. There was a Yichud. He cherished me, and he said he wants to build a place for me. He wants to be Miyachi for me. Nagil Venus Mechabach. And that was, that's the Simcha that comes afterwards. She's begging her chasen. This Kala made the move. She made the move. And we're the Kala to Kodesh Baruch. When things go a little bit dry, we have to make that move. We have to make some kind of motion towards a Kodesh Baruch that we want that relationship again. Don't wait for a Kodesh Baruch to come to you. We have to make that move. Narutza means run, but it also means what? Nirza means what? Wanted. Like Rick Rotson. Nirza, wanted. The Kala says... Draw me after you, and I'll feel wanted, and then I'll run after you. Mashcheni, Achrecha Narutza. Mashcheni, 
is also like the word Meshicha, Kenyan Meshicha, right? When you want to acquire something, you pull it towards you. She's saying, I want to be acquired by you. Pull me towards you. I'm ready to follow you. But Meshpia, you have to make that first move. Mashcheni is the same, same word as Mishkan. That's what the Mishkan was. The Mishkan was a revelation of Mashcheni. Klai Yisrael wanted that relationship. Again, Mishpatim scared them. And Kaddish Baruch understood that. He saw they needed more. And he says, Oh, Mashcheni Achrecha. They said Mashcheni. He says, I'll give you a Mishkan. Klai Yisrael, Mashcheni Achrecha. Kaddish Baruch give us something and we'll run after you. So Kaddish Baruch says, Midah Kenegin Midah. You said Mashreini, I'm going to give you a Mishkan. That's what happened. And we had the Kodesh Kodesh, and we had Yichud. We reconnect with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Nowadays, we have the base Knesset, we have the base Medrash. When a person needs to feel a relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu, you go. And that doesn't mean Shachar's Menchamarv. It means when no one else is there. Sitting in the base Medrash, learning something, just you and a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Of course, Chavruz is up, obviously, but we're saying, we're talking about just you and a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It doesn't have to be Gemara. Find something to learn. Just you want to Kaddish Baruch. Find, find a time to daven. Some Tehillim. Some of your own words. It doesn't have to be in a base connection base measures either. It can be wherever you want it to be. Where's that base Hashem? So some people say, oh, it's a base Medrash. And I'll say, that's not true. It's wherever you make the place. That's the base Hashem. Shift of Israel, just let me sit there, Kaddish Baruch, in that place. That's the base of Migdash. It could be wherever it's in the heart, because ultimately it's Vashchanti Besocham. Bevavi Mishkan Evne. In my heart, I could build a Mishkan for Kaddish Baruch. We have to make that first move. And like the rest of this whole CD, which I think the whole Indian is Shabbos, so of course, this is the Indian that we, we say Shir Shir. Some have the Minog. Chesidim for sure have the Minog to say Shir Shir. Be right before Shabbos. Shabbos is that Zman of Yichud, the time of Amunah, reconnecting with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. During the week, during the Chol, the connection got a little bit severed. During the week is like Mishpatim, right? Work, rules, rigid, train schedules, dealing with Goyim, right? On Shabbos, you don't have to deal with Goyim. We don't have to deal with train schedules, right? We can rekindle that flame with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Yedid nefesh avarachamon. Most beautiful words of all time, yeah? What are the next words? It's, exa- it's taken from these psukim. Meshoch avdecha el ritzonecha. Meshoch avdecha. Meshicha. Draw your servant el ritzonecha. Take me, Kaddish Baruch I want to do your ratzon. I want to do your will. Yorutz. Narutza, Yaritz Avdecha, Kemo'ayah. Your Evid will run after you. Will run after you. Show me something. Yishtacha velmul hadarecha, bow down in the base of Mikdash, in the Kodesh Kadashim, in the place of Yichud. Yerev lo yididosecha, how sweet is it, your Yididis, the love we have with you. Minoifesu vachotam is sweeter than anything else. So this is, this is what we're listening to tonight. Mashcheni achrecha narutz is the kalos, us. Saying it feel. Darun to Kadesh Baruch Hu. Make a move. We're ready. Ready to come back. Narutz. 
We just need to feel a little bit desired, and then we're ready to run Mamash. So he sings it once, then Aviatar Banai sings it, sweeter than sweet. And then that's it. And then it just goes into, he just has that hum. That already is where we're in the Chedu of the Kaddish Baruch he sings it two, four times. We're asking a Kaddish Baruch take us in. And then he does take you in. Because any time you ask a Kaddish Baruch you ask him, Karav Hashem Lechol Karav, which is another one of his songs. We'll get there. Is this a plug for next week? I don't know. There's many songs to do next week. But Karav Hashem Lechol Karav. Kaddish Baruch right? Karav Hashem. Hashem is close. Lechol Karav, we'll ever call him. Asher Yikru Bemes. But if you call him Bemes. So you have to be called to Kaddish Baruch Mashcheni Achrecha Narutza. Kaddish Baruch draw me after you. Hashem takes us into the Cheder. The rest of the song, where there's no words, that is Heviani HaMelech Adarov. That is us in the Cheder of the Kaddish Baruch We should bezoch at that time, Herz Hashem. Let's listen again. Thank you.